Hello and welcome to the Car Blue Podcast. My name is Dan Rowlands and I'm joined here this morning with John Townley to look ahead to the FA Cup game this Friday with uh, Aston Villa and Chelsea, but not specifically about the game. I'm not sure whether we'll do a, a match preview. We don't know when the press conference is as we're recording this bit. Uh, we're bringing back the combined 11, John, this week. Uh, we did these earlier in the season when we played a big club, so while we're doing one for Chelsea, who, who quite knows? Uh, but it gives us the opportunity to look at both squads and try and build a combined 11. We've said many times we didn't want to do this against a Bournemouth or Sheffield United and have 10 Villa players and whatever. When you play against the bigger clubs, you've got a, maybe a, a more even split between the two sides in theory. Um, Villa are obviously doing very well this season and, and there's every reason without bias to have a lot of Villa players in a combined 11. Mm-hmm. Um, just before we get into that, what's your just general overview and your thoughts on, on the FA Cup this Friday? Yeah, I am really looking forward to it because obviously Villa haven't played for, well, what is it now? It's- about 10 days, weeks, since I think. 10 days yeah, yeah nine days 10 days as we record right now um so it's been a while and then after that obviously we're gonna have quite a lot of games coming up pretty quickly as well the newcastle game on the tuesday night and then saturday at sheffield united i believe so um mm-hmm. yeah they're gonna come thick and fast now especially we've just had this kind of mini break we had a break um from, them, from obviously premier league juries at the start of january as well so i think the players are um, going to be fresh and ready to go so yeah interested by the team selection as well on Friday night but um, mm. yeah the game itself looking forward to it and if we can get through then all of a sudden we're two games away from Wembley a Wembley semi-final obviously so um, yeah if we can get some good draws in those games then there we go he was kind of like the video that we did about the FA Cup previously and I mentioned that my focus isn't on the FA Cup but it will be if we can beat Chelsea because all of a sudden mm. it opens up and it really is the mm. case of oh, you know Villa aren't so um, horrifically bad in this competition anymore and they're actually going to um, do something potentially so yeah really looking forward to so, the game. Without further ado let's go into the combined 11. For those that didn't see this earlier in the season we did it for Man City, Spurs and Arsenal I think were the three that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, we take a side from whoscored.com's stats based on the season so far and John you build a side as well based off your own opinion Villa bias included I'm sure and we kind of face off against each other and see who comes up with the best team. Who scored or John Townley? Mixed it in with my <laughs> bit of opinion as well. Um, we'll start in goal. Is there an obvious shout for in goal here? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course there is. Um, the Chelsea goalkeepers aren't kind of top four, top five quality really, are they? I mean, Sanchez is a decent keeper um, and he was okay. He's you know, he good at Brighton actually, but he's not... He's the, I guess it's the level below um, a Martinez, I suppose. Maybe two levels below, I don't know. Uh, but Chelsea, for the money that they've spent, and we could probably say this about every position that um, that we're going to go through, but for, mon- for the money they have spent, you look at, for example, the striker or strikers, and there's not one like world-class striker there. And then goalkeeper, mm. you know, it's it kind of it's one position and they, after spending a billion pounds, don't have a world-class goalkeeper. It's quite remarkable how they've just missed those positions. Um so yeah, Martinez is in goal and I don't think there's many kind of combined 11s that won't have Martinez in goal. I think I'm, did I put Edison in for the City one? Maybe. Um, I think I did because I was kind of basing it on, well, this is, the, if, if there's so many Man City players, they'll play like Man City, wouldn't they? And the way that Pep plays, which is having Edison like, you know, pretty much on the halfway line. So um, Martinez is good out of, you know, in possession anyway. But yeah, for this selection, clear winner, Martinez. The Who Scored team disagrees, John. I've got, um, <laughs> <Get away. laughs> I've got, I've got Petrovic in goal uh, with a 6.86 rating. Emi Martinez has a 6.79 rating in the Premier League. He's played 20 games. Yeah. Petrovic has played six. 
and has a 6.86 rating. Yeah, Petrovic on with six good games. Too, Petrovic. He has no, been good. But he's not Martinez, is he? Come on. No, of course he isn't. No, and I guess that is the kind of the difference of who scored and my <laughs> really good opinion. Let's go through the defence as, as a whole. Um, have you got a four-man defence, a three at the back? What are you What are you doing in yours? Yeah, I've gone with a three. I think I'm going to go with three with basically every um, kind of team that I pick just because it gets more like forward players on the pitch, which is more in, uh, interesting, I suppose. So you've got three centre-backs with... and two wing-backs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, give me the, th- give me the three centre-backs first, then I'll do my two because okay. we've got a four at the back with who scored. Concer and Torres... I think they're going to feature in all my uh, teams. Concer and Torres, and then I've gone with Thiago Silva as a central centre back. I just think he's good. It's pretty and... incredible what he's doing, isn't he? His yeah, age. yeah, yeah. 40s. <laughs> 40s, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah, just a remarkable player. Again, this isn't a team that I'd like. Would I sign Thiago Silva for the next five years? Like, of course I wouldn't. But I just, I think I've texted you, Dan, saying this is the team that I'd play if there was a cup final tomorrow and they're all like fully fit and there's no kind of context mm. behind it. It's just players on a pitch for. You know, whatever. So, yeah, I went with Silver in the middle, Torres on the left, and Concer on the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I can't really argue with any of that, to be honest. The Who Scored team argues with it slightly. I'm just having a quick scan while we're filming for Pau Torres' rating, just out of interest, so I can compare. Thiago Silva's got a 6.74 rating. Uh, Pau Torres has got a 6.7. So, um, Silver pips Torres, but neither Marginal. of them get into the Who Scored side. Uh, we've got Concer with 6.76 and Colwell was 6.85. Was Colwell close to yours? You played through at the back, so you had the option to go with one more. Was he ever getting in? No. I will start with the, the full-backs or the, the wing-backs. Um, nice and easy from a Villa perspective. We've got Cash and Dean both make it into uh, the Who Scored 11. Cash with a 6.78 and Luca Dean with a 6.89. Now, if this was, like you said, you're picking a team for a cup final, I can have anyone. Regardless of obviously Alex Moreno has not played as much as Dean, so his rating is not as good. I would have Moreno over Dean in in a side. I would argue arguably have Reese James over Cash, but I can see why Cash is in there. Reese James never plays, does he? So I imagine his rating isn't great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Cash, Concer, Colwell, and Dean is the back four for the Who Scored team. Three Villa, one Chelsea. Fair enough. I for my fullbacks, I went with the Chelsea duo of Chilwell and James just because again. If we're basing this off just a game, I think they've got more quality than both of our fullbacks, and that's nothing against those guys that we have. It's just that Reese James on his day is, you know, one of the best fullbacks in the division or in the world, I suppose. But as you say, Danny's always injured, so you can't really yeah, count him in those conversations at the moment. Yeah, Chilwell as a Moreno and Dean. I thought I thought you might go for Moreno. I, obviously, I like Moreno a lot, and Aaron kind of stopped singing his praises, but I just think Chilwell is very good as well going forward. Um, there's a lot of quality there. So either one of them really. Uh, but I thought, yeah, Chilwell, I think just about Pips Moreno again. He's always injured, so it's difficult to say. But um, I mean, either or really. But yeah, Chilwell and James have kind of balanced it up, I suppose, for mm. in my team anyway. What have I got now? Three Chelsea, three Villa, I think. Benchel was seven appearances in the Premier League, four starts, 6.55. Uh, Luca Dean was 6.89, so Dean clearly wins it. Moreno's rating will be low as well, just because of not playing uh, 6.53, but from eight appearances, only three starts, uh, as you would expect. Uh, so not you know great pickings at left-back, really. You can see why Dean makes the who score almost by default, really, that he's played the most. So obviously he's got a higher rating than the others. How is the rest of your team set up? I've got a kind of a 4-3-3, 4-5-1, depending on how you lay it out. <laughs> right okay so I have uh, 
two midfielders and then a kind of a, a number 10, I suppose. Pretty simple, Louise and Kamara as a duo. Maybe there's a bit of bias in there because they play with each other, so we know that they work together, if that makes sense. Whereas Caicedo, uh, Gallagher, Enzo Fernandez, those guys are all you know exceptional footballers, but between them, it doesn't quite work. Um, what I would say is that you know Caicedo, for example, is you know hundred million pound player. Fernandez, hundred million pound player. Fernandez in particular gets a lot of. Uh, criticism and I think that's because he costs so much money I actually think he's a very good player for Argentina in the World Cup he was one of the best players so I think he gets a bit of a hard time sometimes because that he because of the price tag he has and because there's so much change in that midfield okay before I reveal my midfield because like I said you could lay it out in different ways who's the kind of attacking number 10 player you've got um I went with <laughs> I went with Cole Palmer um okay obviously having a very good season Kind of wanted to put him on the right hand side because that's where where he's been playing predominantly this season. Um, but I didn't want to put him ahead of a, a different player. So yeah, he's kind of playing as a ten, and he can drift in and out. He'll play in that kind of position and kind of a free role. Um, again, a very good player. Someone I'm surprised City let go of, and I know that they always sell players uh, anyway just to make money, and they never seem to hold, uh, hoard players. So and they always replace them. So I don't think it's like a you know um, like a massive loss for City, but a player that I'm sure would have excelled and he was getting some over City as well, like he was playing games and he was mm-hmm. getting appearances. So, um, yeah, surprised that he wanted to actually leave, but then he's doing very well at Chelsea, so fair play. Okay, so some similarities then. I've got, like I said, a three midfield. I've got Douglas Louise in there as the highest rated, 7.16. Then I've got Conor Gallagher next to him with a 7.06. And mm-hmm. I guess slightly in front of them as a more attacking midfielder is Cole Palmer. 7.05. So no yeah. Kamara in the Who Scored team. One Villa player, two Chelsea. Uh, again, I'll reveal in a sec who's next because you could, again, tweak it very slightly. No Kamara in there. No Fernandez. No Caicedo. When you talk about like, money spent, those guys not being in there is, is madness, isn't it, really? It, whether it's like an opinion-based side or a statistical-based side, they've not done enough to qualify for either. Yeah. Kamara in there is a little bit of a surprise. I would have him slightly higher rated. Who scored have him at 6.84 in the Premier League. I would have him touching closer to 7, I think. Uh, if yeah. Gallagher is 7.06 and... I don't think he's 0.3 better than uh, than Kamara in a strange roundabout way. The one that kind of maybe changes things slightly is I've got McGinn in mine, but he's, well, in mine, I say, in the who's scored side, but he's playing further forward. He's playing as part of, of, of a front three. So you could have Palmer on the side and McGinn in the middle to make it a, a three-man man Villa midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Makes sense. And yeah. Gallagher. Uh, but yeah, McGinn is, is further forward in the Who's Score team with a 7.14. So a pretty good rating for McGinn. He's obviously having a, a very good season. Do you want to reveal your forward line and then I'll do the Who's Scored one to end? Yep. So I have uh, two strikers, I suppose. Um, I went with Leon Bailey and Ollie Watkins. I think there's probably an argument to have, I don't know, a Chelsea player in there. You've got like Sterling, Mudrick's been okay this season, but there's not really an argument to made, is there? Leon Bailey's obviously been exceptional for us this season and so has Ollie Watkins. So it wasn't actually a difficult um, two picks to make. It was mainly how do I put Palmer uh, kind of with them. So I decided to put them back and then have James as Chilwell as the fullbacks. Yeah, those two, I think, obviously complement each other very well. And then having that creativity behind of Palmer and um, something else in Louise, the two fullbacks as well, I think it's a nice little team. Yeah, I think as always with these things, I prefer your team. One, because it's more Villa players. And two, I think you lay it out with more thought than who scored just seemed to go, here's 11 players, 
put them anywhere, <laughs> uh, all over the place. So I've got McGinn further forward in this. We'll tweak that in a second. Uh, we've got Sterling in there off the off the wing as well. I'd have McGinn on the right and Sterling on the left, I suppose. Uh, Sterling's got a seven rating, bang on seven. Watkins is the striker, which is fairly obvious. I think for me, both ends of the pitch, I'll just go Martinez in. Watkins in, and then I'd work the rest around it. I think that they're so obvious to be in the side. Watkins is the highest rated of who scored, uh, 7.23. Bailey, this is the one you've put in, 6.79 for him. What? Bailey's been on at least the seven this season, based on the other scores. Yeah, Um, yeah, for sure. 19 appearances in the Premier League, nine starts, 10 off the bench, six goals, five assists, 6.79. Feels ridiculously harsh. Maybe the, the kind of metrics, how they work things out, is kind of different for different positions well obviously different for different positions but harder to achieve a better rating in certain roles maybe i don't know yeah so read me your full 11 then um for audio listeners and for video watchers i'll uh, i'll stick a graphic (laughs) on screen as well at the same time so we've got petri sorry no martinez in goal (laughs) concert tiago silver and paul torres as a back three i suppose uh reese james right wing back ben shearwell left wing back Douglas Louise and Bubakar Kamara in the double pivot. And then you've got Cole Palmer supporting Leon Bailey and Ollie Watkins in attack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice team. The Who's Goal team is Petrovic in goal. Uh, <laughs> a back four of Cash, Concert, Colwell, and Dean. A midfield three of Louise, Gallagher, and Palmer. Although I am tempted to put McGinn in the middle and Palmer out wide. Uh, <laughs> but a front three of Sterling. McGinn and Ollie Watkins as the the main focal point. Leon Bailey, the first sub, I would guess. How many how many Chelsea players uh, in that? Yeah, so what's the split? So the split for mine is one, two, three, four, five. I've got five Chelsea players in mine. Oh dear! I thought it was going to be like seven Villa, eight Villa, pretty comfortably. Don't get me wrong. If a Chelsea fan puts seven Chelsea players or six Chelsea players, you'd get it because it's. it's obviously very biased, but uh, yeah, for a stats website, considering it, how many points, let me quickly check for you, how many points Chelsea behind Villa, I should know this. Oh, can I have a guess? Yeah, please, please do. I mean, I want to say something about really rude, about 30, even though I know it's obviously not going to be that amount. They're on 31 points. So. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm trying to work out what we're on. I'd say it's about 13 points. 12 points to be that far ahead of a team and only have... One more player, is it? So Chelsea are, what are they, two points away from Wolves in the Premier League Well, this is the thing, right? So obviously we're doing this because it's Chelsea and Chelsea are traditionally a big, big six club and whatever. Mm. At the moment, they're not that. They are a bona fide mid-table club. Like, Mm. they've been that for this season and last. They've spent a lot of money and it's like, oh, well, there should be good talent in there and it makes this kind of video. Well, there probably is a pretty even split because maybe you've got underperforming players or whatever. But if you were doing this with if it wasn't Chelsea and you changed the badge and the name to a Wolves or a Crystal Palace or whatever, so it would be nine, nine or ten Villa. They'd be a lot worse. Exactly, yeah. So <laughs> some kind of bias going on somewhere, whether it's intentional or not, that Chelsea seems to be inflated <laughs> ratings, yeah, just because of who they are when they shouldn't be anywhere near that. Again, my team is based on everyone's fit and available and there's not much context behind it, really. So... Mm. I could have probably added a couple more Chelsea if I wanted to, but I, you know, based off what we've seen from Villa this season, it's hard to 
kind of drop, I don't know, a Kamara for a Gallagher, like who scored have. Yeah, um, I think you could have had Moreno in there as well and had it 8-3. Yeah, possibly have Moreno, yeah. And even, again, Reese James hardly qualifies anymore. For those that are watching along on YouTube, scroll down to the comment section and let us know your thoughts on the who scored side and John's side. Uh, and if you want, you can fill out your own 11 as well. I always find these things interesting for a quick 15-minute video or so, just have a, a chat about the two sides in a different way. If we don't do a preview specifically for Chelsea, John, which I've got a feeling we probably won't have time for later in the week, um, what's the score prediction for you for Friday just so we've got it on record we don't we normally only stick to Premier League games but seeing as we're here talking about it we might as well do it I think it will I think it'll be a draw to be honest do you replay we could do without that couldn't we we absolutely could do without a replay Um, yeah I just think it's very even Chelsea have only this is a good stat for you Chelsea have only lost one game since we beat them at Stamford Bridge at home obviously so um, oh, okay. that, that's interesting. They've, they're on an eight-match and beat and run at Stamford Bridge. They only lost to Brentford after us at home, which came like the week or two after. Mm. Um, so How many draws in that eight? Do you know? Oh, I, I don't know for sure. Probably quite a few. But they're hard to be at home. And I think mm-hmm. us going there, we... I mean, I don't know if Paul Torres is fit right now, but um, I think Longley will start over him. I wouldn't be surprised to see Robin Olsen start as well, ahead of Martinez. And really? that sounds a bit I, yeah, I do, because... Well, he's fit now. Um, also, well, he's been in training, so I presume he's fit. He wasn't included in the Everton squad, I don't think. He played in the Carabao Cup game against Everton, didn't he? And then Martinez played against Borough, but I think because Robin Olsen wasn't available. So I think, if again, if we're going off of like a fully fit squad, I think Olsen probably plays. John Duran could also play instead of Watkins, just because he needs games. I, I know people want I to agree with, with all this. I, I'm, I'm, this isn't my opinion. I'm, I'm saying that I think just kind of clearing up that this could happen uh maybe not all of that will happen but some of that could um just saying so i think uh, i think it'll be a tight game it's a game that chelsea i think will be bang up for as well because of their position in the league they need to <clears throat> get some sort of success this season and i know they've got the Carabao cup but they might not even get through i don't know depending on what happens tonight maybe morgan rogers will uh, score a hatch or something who knows <laughs> All right, let's call it a day there for this video. John, thank you for joining me on Tuesday evening that we're recording this, uh, all very last minute. So thank you for uh, sparing half an hour. I will try and edit it down a little bit. I made loads of mistakes. The final video won't be half an hour. Yeah, that's it, John. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, everyone, for watching. And we'll see you again very soon. Such a rambly outro. (laughs) Not doing these last-minute recording sessions all over the place. (laughs) 